welcome to the Try Watches podcast. I'm Cam. I'm Tom. And I'm David. And we'll eventually get that right. All right, this is where the three of us do watch stuff. That's that's what we do here, right? Supposedly. Uh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, how you guys doing? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm yeah. good. Uh, it's all go over here, and I'm just yeah, just trying to. Keep your shit once together. It's all yeah, once it's, yeah, once it's all settled down, I'll be a I'll be a much calmer mm. human being. But I doubt that. Just a bag of fucking nerves. <laughs> do you uh, did you manage to to keep the uh, the E type? I didn't manage to keep the E type. Oh, um, oh, I'm so disappointed. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry, guys. But, uh, How was it, by the way? It was awesome. It was every bit as good as you think it would be. Yeah. But like I said, like you are very suddenly aware that you have a twelve foot long bonnet and the brakes are for shopping trolley. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and like you have. I, I mean, I don't. It doesn't bother me so much. But it did take Vicky a moment to get over just the smell of petrol that comes through the bonnet. <laughs> oh, I love that. My like because my, my... she's got such huge carbs on it, and they're just this f- and it's popping and banging, and she's just like, "Oh, what's going on? The car's broken." I was like, "No, it's fine." <laughs> Man, smells I love, good. I love the smell of an old Jag. Oh, there's there is something to be said about the smell coming off a, an old carbureted Jag that just is, oh, it's fantastic. And you get and, it, and it, you get a similar effect. My grandfather's got um, an XJSC um, mm. with the V12 in it, and uh, granted, it's got that crazy fuel injection system on it that doesn't doesn't give you that same like yeah the, the popping and sputtering of, of petrol coming through. But you, there is a, and you get, you just, just got that old leather, like, aged smell with the, like, with yeah, the, yeah, with, yeah. with the, and it's got, it's, he's got walnut all throughout it, and it's just, and it, it just floats down the road. Like, it's mm. insane. It's, uh, um, and it's, unfortunately, with that particular, that 5.3 V12 could, has the potential to have so much more power, but of course, they choke it off at the exhaust. And it just doesn't deliver the punch that you would expect something with that much displacement to have. Yeah, but, uh, it does. Have, I mean, like, the E type is by is by no means a slouch, even by today's standards. Like, it you put your foot down, you know about it. That's awesome. Hmm. Like, I mean, it's the four point two, so I believe that's the V twelve. Uh, the four point two. Uh, oh shit! Nine, oh, because they did a three point six, didn't they, and a four point two? Yeah, so the three point six is so the inline six, right? You didn't yeah. open open the 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 engine cover. Had to look at it. No, I was too busy driving it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> how many? Do you know so how many miles you put on it? Uh, well, you were limited to do hundred miles. Oh, okay. They said like oh. you, have to, you have to do less than hundred. Did you? And I know this sounds ridiculous, but I did give it back like half an hour earlier than I needed to, like oh. half an hour to an hour earlier than I needed to, just because I had it from nine in the morning until yeah. five. Oh, okay. And like that's a lot of driving. Yeah. Like, but it doesn't matter what car you're in. That's a long time to well, driving around. And in the end, I was just like, yeah, I was like, I'm done. I just want to go lay down now. Like, it's, uh, it's not easy to drive. Like, no, it's a no. Workout. Like, no. Armstrong well, steering and everything. Yeah. But, yeah. Hold on. If you if you spend roughly about like well, f- well let's say five hours uh, behind the wheel, and you've put only a hundred uh, miles, I'm just wondering like how long did you spend screwing down the the uh, the, the 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 the, the mi- um, how do you call that the the, the mile uh, uh, counter? Just trying to hide. Oh, you exactly oh, spin, trying oh, to oh, hide. You crack the dash and spin the odometer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you. 
A, because if you've got an E-Type, you're not looking for the motorway. So it's actually not that easy to do 100 miles in that much time. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we're in the New Forest, so it's just B-roads. So it was great just going around all these B-roads. And also, if I had just tried to drive the solid day, I think I might have been divorced by the time I came back from the honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm glad you're enjoying this. I am not. <laughs> it's quite it's quite funny, like, driving it around, like, parking out places and getting out. And people are like, wow, really nice car. And I was like, I'm not going to lie to you, mate. It's hired. <laughs> I like, I'm stood there in like a flat and like a flat peak cap, and like just the people who saw me get out of it. I'm like that doesn't match. Yeah, <laughs> that guy driving that car. Like, it's not quite right. Uh, oh god, here comes somebody that's won the lottery. <laughs> yeah. You should you should have answered something like yeah. I mean I like it, but I, I mean I have, I have a second one with a different color just because uh, yeah I, I couldn't decide which which color I would prefer. I tell you what though, I, it was red, wasn't it, Dave? It was red, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna do an E type, it, it I, I've always felt there's two colors that I really love the E type in. One is obviously the British racing green, like mm-hmm. like it straight out of Le Mans, or the other is there's that silvery blue color that it comes in yeah, that just yeah, yeah. is it, those those are two colors that I just love that car in. I mean, and red. The the problem with the red is it almost feels like you're trying to be a Ferrari like 250 the GTO. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It just, it just kind of, it's like, nah, I kind of, it, it, it's just the, not the right color for that car. Although that being said, it looked stunning. It looked like a, it, I mean, I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> if I'm spending that kind of money, it's just not the color I would go for. That's all. No, it's not my, the color I go for either. My my favorite combo would have been dark gray with a red interior. I've seen one in in London, and I just thought it, thought it was just. Beautiful. Oh, actually, that would look good. A dark gray with a red interior would be nice. And I'm not a big fan yeah. of red interiors, but that combination mm-hmm. in that car would actually look pretty good. Well, the choice of cars we had when we when we first like booked it, the choice was was only the choice of two cars. So it was the E Type or it was an Austin Healey 3000. Mm-hmm. Oh, you chose you chose correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the 3000 is still a nice car. Oh yeah. Oh, and also, like but with the weather we had, I, yeah. it's not. But with the weather we had, I kind of wish I had got the 3000 because it's a convertible. Oh, of course. Mm. Yeah, and it was a nice so it was a nice, nice day too that you guys had it, it was wasn't it? It was a really nice day. But then when I got there, they had also just added another car to the fleet and they had a um a, a and I mean when I say replica, I mean like one for one, like this is no expense spared, replica Cobra. Oh that was that was available to hire as well. And part of me was like, ah, oh, No, that, have the Cobra. that would have that would have caused a divorce for you. <laughs> <laughs> or death yeah at least the e-type is is also really elegant so uh, if vicky is not really into cars she can appreciate the elegancy of uh the yeah. elegance there's sorry, of, there's of nothing elegant about a freaking cobra it's not, it's well was it was it the 427 or was it the yeah, 289 yeah. Uh, four, sorry, 427. So I'd say 427. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it would have yeah, like, been like, hard, no expense spared. Like, it was black with um, silver stripes. Oh, like, nice. With a, with a burgundy leather interior. It oh, was pretty wow. nice. Nice. There was, nice. There was, uh, last week, there was, um, so uh, it's happening once a year. There is a, a, a classic car club, uh, which, like, organize a, uh, um, it's it's half a day driving through Paris from A to B, and um, and well, it, it happened last week, and there were apparently seven hundred classic cars, 
and I I heard about the event like literally 15 minutes before I passed by my place. I was like, all right, fuck, let's let's go. I mean, I don't have the time to take the the mini and join the join it, especially I had other things to do during the day. But I, I went for a run and and tried to see as many cars as possible. And it was actually funny to see there was a lot of like Dutch for and minis and I mean a lot of like you will call you will call entry level classic cars, but also like bunch of, of well I mean yeah you will see like some Mustang and and, and, and all of these, but casually there was a, a two fifty GTO. Oh nice! I like was a like real one. I didn't ask the guy if it was a real one. I suppose it's a real one. I'm not. Well, I'm not sure actually. Does is there any replica of it? There actually there are enough, there is an official replica that was made back. Um, they used some chassis numbers back in the like mid '80s, and I only ah. discovered this. I did. I went to Top Gear Live about. I guess it was about ten years ago, and they had a car show beside it, and they mm-hmm. had a red. 250 GTO and I went up to it and I was like holy crap like it's not often that you see one of these in the wild yeah. and even in, even in a like an auto show like that and I was taking a look and there was a little plaque on the back of it and it said that it was it, it was a made in, done made, by Ferrari. made in China uh, well no 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 it was, it was done by Ferrari <laughs> built in the Ferrari factory but it was like built in like 1987 so okay. I mean, the thing was basically like it's kind of like what you were saying about the replica Cobra, Dave. It was like a one to one, done by Ferrari, but technically not one of the like thirty nine original two hundred and fifty yeah. GTOs, right? So the only the only real two hundred and fifty GTO that I've ever seen was when they did that um, when we went to the design museum, the Ferrari yeah. exhibit at the design museum, mm-hmm. and there was that was JCB like <laughs> uh, green one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was that was nuts. Actually, the the cars that they had. Oh, all the Ferraris that they had in that display. Oh yeah, the collection insane. is amazing. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Anyway, um, should we talk about watches then? Because uh, I don't know. I know there's a lot of crossover check? between cars, and yeah, I was thinking a wrist check. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. I brought it up. Um, so I'm actually borrowing Vicky's uh, Nomos. So I'm wearing her Nomos Doctor's Vapulas Tangent. Nice. That's the 35 mil, right? Yep, and it fits really well. I yeah. might wear this more often. No, mm. it's, I, it's I, a nice dress watch. So, no, it's, it is. I mean, the cat's got the thirty-three, um, and she, well, she used to have the doctors without borders, but that was the one that left. But it, it was soon to. Re- it was recently replaced with that duo, and but it's the it, the thirty-three mil, which is just a touch too small for me to wear as well. Not to mention the fact that the strap that's on it is too short for me. So I think I did yeah. a wrist check with it when I first it, when it first showed up, but uh, that was uh, that was really stretching it. I think I was, I think I managed to get it on the last <laughs> pinhole on that. <laughs> no, I, I really like this. Um, and I, well, yeah, like I totally spoke to you guys, I'm starting, going to be starting a new job soon and coming back to the UK full time. So, um, I might be looking for, I was thinking about getting a dress watch, but what, what, what? That she might do it for me. Well, if I have to start wearing a shirt for work. Mm. You have a dress watch. You're, 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 you're the one you wore your wedding, the black bay. Oh, there's that as well. I mean, uh, yeah, Get a strap we'll, for that. We'll talk about, we'll talk about it. Uh, we'll talk about it later on. But I did. Uh, I I saw Sam last night. Oh, and, uh, and she introduced me to a watch that I don't. I mean, like, I don't like Frank Muller normally. I don't think he, any of us here do. What? Mm-hmm. But she introduced me to this Frank Muller, and I was like, oh, that's pretty special. Oh, and uh, no. it's quite a cool story behind it. And I, but I will tell you that you get you guys the story about it off air. But um, yeah, I was kind of like, hmm. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> all right, all right. Fair enough. 
How about you, Thomas? What do you got on? You said you just brought everything back. Are you, are you exactly. wearing something different or so, are you still uh, wearing that Sago? <laughs> He's wearing all of them. All of so, them. <laughs> exactly. Everything at the same time, just appreciating. Uh, I'm in order then again. Yeah, well, I mean, actually, it's, it, well, just a, well, yeah, two-thirds of, of the collection. Um, uh, the, the rest, well, I couldn't, yeah, take everything uh, with me. But, uh, yeah, so I can, I can pretend that I'm, uh, um, I, I can decide, I can decide, sorry, uh, uh, um, uh, sorry, but, oh, wow, being tired, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Your battery's running out. <laughs> it's not the headset. No, the gerbil died. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. What I was trying to say is, I could pretend that I'm wearing any of of, of those, just because uh, the 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 story is, I just uh, arrived five minutes ago. I'm still wearing the uh, the 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 Seb Yoshin shirt. Um, oh, that's exactly the reason why I, I bring the others back, then just why? so I don't pretend. Tell- Change huh? it up a bit. Pick pick one of the other ones. <laughs> All right. The, so mag- the magic of radio. You could lie and no one could tell you. <laughs> I know. We're not even actually... doing video this this round. You can lie to us and we'd still be, be able to believe you. <laughs> but it's actually, I mean, it's actually funnier as you say the reality. Like uh, we know that. I mean, Cameron is 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 still wearing a, a, um, an underwear at the moment, and uh, and. Uh, and D- Dave is, uh, I don't know, actually, well, you, you can answer at least by myself. <laughs> what is happening right now? I've totally lost track of what the hell you're talking about. We, we were trying to do a wrist check, and apparently he's imaging, imagining us in our underwear. So Yeah, that's why I, that's, that, I thought that's what he said. Well, fine. Then, uh, okay, let's pretend that I'm, uh, I'm, wear, uh, I'm wearing my uh, Rolex GMT uh, Coca-Cola, which is Fantastic. on Fantastic. Um, now, does that still have that, that Boolang and Sun strap on it? Yes. It does. It, it is actually in my hand, so it's not on my wrist. In my, it's in my hand for real. Close uh, enough. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Just I, I, at some point, I need to try this watch on the um, on the rice. Uh, how do you call that? The, the the beads of rice. Sorry. Beads of rice bracelet. Is that what you're yes. going for? Yeah, 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 exactly. Milanese strap. Uh, you don't know the well. You know the 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 classic uh, the classic Rolex. Uh, Jubilee. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Okay, that's not a beads of rice. That's that is yeah, something that's a completely very different. different. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I didn't drink anything. Didn't lie down. Yeah, probably. Wow. The, the original strap that you the, the original bracelet that you have for that one though is an, an oyster bracelet though, right? Yeah. 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 How about you, Cam? Uh, I'm wearing uh, my uncle's Bell and Ross again, so or still right. or whatever. Yeah, no, it's. Um, I, oh, of course, I'm back. I'm back at work and on site all the time. So my day to day is is the uh, Black Bay. It's just my regular go to. But uh, mm. when, when the weekends here, I I yeah, throw this thing on because it's just too much fun to not. It's a great looking watch, to be fair. Yeah. And don't blame you for getting as much time with it as possible before it actually has to go to its rightful owner. Well, that's just it. I mean, the the, the borders are slowly starting to open up. Um, I mean, uh, we've got actually later today, my, my mother-in-law arrives. Um, she's going to be staying with us for a while. Um, so she's had to go through. I understand the whole thing about like the testing and the and all of the like ducks that you have to get in a row before you actually travel anywhere. Mm. Um, so she's gone through and done all of that. Fortunately, um, 
she doesn't, there's no requirement for quarantine because everybody's been fully vaxxed and everybody's accepting the fact that if you've got the, the vaccination card in either Canada or the US, it is being recognized. So we're not running into any of this. We will not recognize a CDC card or a Welcome uh, to my world right now. Health Canada <laughs> thing. That just, like, when you told, told us that story, that just, I was like, oh, God, what a pain in the ass. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, yes, I am. So, because it's opened up, that means that people will start coming to visit, That which means that there is an opportunity for these watches to go to the rightful owner. So, uh, I got to get as much time with them as I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have, to, you have two wrists, right? So, just saying. I wear the oh yeah, wear the Panerai on one and wear the Bell and Ross on the other. Yeah. That's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> so. But um, anyway. so what has been? I've, I have to admit, I have not been paying attention. To, I've got so much going on in my life right now. That really? I have not had any t- any time to? <laughs> I wish I was surprised. Um, <laughs> I it's just yeah I just I just I, my head has been totally out of the watching I, and forgive me I've not done any research or forward planning of, for this at all That's, so and for if you guys could, if you guys could carry this episode for me that would be great we'll see, <laughs> see what we can do uh, I'm not making any promises though we'll see you next week then Dave <laughs> <laughs> see ya um I don't know the one. Uh, I guess the, the one I can start off with that uh, popped up because, of course, there was uh, the, there was one. They did the whole hype beast drop type scenario to it, and uh, I haven't seen a lot of chatter or heard too much about it, and not a lot of opinions floating around. But the one I've that popped up was the uh, uh, the new Hodinkee Resonance that was released. Yeah. I was literally just saying exactly same. <laughs> so, um, uh, it's uh, very gray. Um, and I like it a lot. And I, I, I must admit, like it, if it was to be described to me, I would go, ugh, I don't think I really like that. But mm. looking at it, and you know what, you know what it reminds me of? It's something that wouldn't look good on paper, but when you see it, you go, you kind of go, oh, no, no, I do kind of like that. It's like that, um, it was that Aura's big pilot that was skeletonized. I was literally just thinking that as well, the big pilot X. Yeah. Mm. That, like, that's what it reminds me of as well. It kind it's of. The shades of gray. It, it is. It's, like, it's it's just yeah. because it's this monochromatic gray flat that's been skeletonized, but the detail in it is just stunning. Like some of the like they did some of the macro shots that they they threw up on this thing, really impressive. Now, I mean, it was twenty two thousand five hundred dollars, and there were only twenty of them, so um, uh, I'm sure it sold out in less than a minute. Um, uh, which is insane because if people who I, it, it just blows my mind the number of like the fact that there's a, number, a whole bunch of people who can just without questioning just drop 22 and a half grand just go oh okay yep done like well, I, mean, I mean that um, but do you think i mean so how many you said 20 20 do you think there's at least 10 or even 15 who who are actually buying them to sell that to sell them uh, uh, a week after Oh, probably, but that—I mean—that's we we harp on that all the time. I don't. Yeah. I, I yeah, good on them if they can if they can flip it for an extra two grand, yay. But mm. um, uh, then Way Koi can come on and and uh, uh, do a rant about whoever does that. Mm. <laughs> uh, but 
No, I, 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 I mean, if I, I've always, I think we, we're all pretty partial to residents anyway. We all, we all like what they do. I mean, yeah. um, they're the way they, uh, uh, put, put it together, but, um, I still haven't uh, yeah, seen one in, in the mental. Have, well, have you not? Nope. Oh, David well, and I have. I know that. We were at a shop and we saw a couple of them. Yeah, but you, I mean, there. So, okay, uh, it's, it's, um, it's interesting you saying that. I, I went, uh, when was that? Yesterday I went to uh, Le Samaritan, which is a really nice um, uh, mall in Paris, classic one, uh, uh, which just reopened after massive uh, restoration. And has a similar feel uh, than Harold, and I, oh, okay. I went there. Okay. I went there. Uh, well, I wanted to see the building after renovation, but then also, well, it wasn't my original point. But as I was there, I was like, oh, let's see uh, what they have, uh, uh, what they have uh, uh, in the in the display. I'm talking about watches, obviously, and. Um, and uh, I, I was looking for something special, like something you will only see in certain boutiques. But I, actually, I, I was actually... The only thing really crazy that, that I've seen, and, and not that I particularly like it, was uh, Hublot Big Bang, uh, um, uh, uh, fully sapphire crystal. Oh. oh that, was, that, that, that was an expensive watch. I was a, a little 68,000 euros. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I mean, but you know what I'm, I'm, I'm saying is like, when you go to Harrods, do you have, I mean, I've seen brands there that I, 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 that I don't usually see in Paris. And yeah. I, I, I expected for a second to see similar thing in, uh, in this, in, in this uh, uh, building, but nope. They, 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 they were still, the, I mean the other brands that you would expect expect, but nothing, either no, really exclusive limited uh, edition model or or some uh, extravagant uh, brand uh, like we all love. I don't know. I mean there wasn't any uh, 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 MBNF or anything like that. Mm. So, so anyway, my, my, so anyway, my, my point by saying that is. I I have the impression that when I was in London with your guys, we we had the, the opportunity either through Harrods or, or a shop like this, or through the events like the Red Bar, uh, to to see to see well, yeah, things that you don't usually see in the street. Yeah. Mm. No, yeah, Red Bar is always good for that. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you don't necessarily see or see in Paris, so. Fair enough. Uh, red, red bar is always good for that. And um, yeah, speaking of, speaking of red bars, well, we now let's carry on. Do you want to talk about this restaurant some more? Apart from the fact that we love it and can't afford it. <laughs> uh, no, I think that pretty much sums it up, as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, pretty much. It's it's a it's a, a Hadinki limited edition. I would buy, and that's saying something. Cause that is saying something. I mean, I have bought one before. I bought the Swatch, but yeah, you know, like, I'm actually surprised that you put in the same sentence Hadinki and I would buy. But, well, well that, yeah, that is you're, always you're a shocking now, now that you're married, you, you're a different person. So, <laughs> no, marriage has changed there's, you, man. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's, there's plenty, there's plenty of ways I could, I could wear, use those words together. Where, like, knowing what I know now, I would have bought stocks in Hedinki. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Ago, like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, I was saying like Red Bar was always good for that, and um, last night was probably the first watch meet up I've been to in a long, long time because Red Bar Cambridge had their uh, first ever meet. Very which cool. Was a whole lot of fun. Got to meet some people who I only know through Instagram and stuff, which is strange because then people I've never met before walked up to me and were like, "Congratulations!" And I was like. I don't know who you are. It, it threw me off so much. I was like, for what? And they were like, he just got married. I'm like, I know that, but how do you know that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, no, that's awesome. No, who that's who all did, that you did know was there? Um, so Sam was there, time on her hands, and uh, one of the organizers of Red Bar Cambridge is Lucy, the Watchbox Diaries, who Sam does time of the week with. So oh, okay. She was there. Uh, Dave Floatlight made an appearance. Nice. Um, fantastically dressed as always. Ah, fabulous! Uh, Fresh Prince Bill Gravia turned up. I don't know if you guys know him. Yeah, I've, I, I've, uh, I've met him a few times at uh, at the London event. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Cecilia, who is uh, Celia Watson, who is online as Instagramarian. She was uh, on Scottish Watches a while back now. Oh, she's okay. got a really nice vintage Milgauss. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. Oh, like the uh, original, like the original one with the like that almost looks like a Submariner with the rotating bezel. Okay, not an original, not 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 no, not an original, but like a vintage one. Like it's uh, uh, like a silver dial with the the red tip on the lightning bolt. Oh, cool stuff! They're oh, okay, super, super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she referred to Dave's trousers as the mullet of trousers because they were business in the front, party in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was, there was a whole bunch of people there. Like, like I said, a few people I've just like spoken to through Instagram, where I recognised them from Instagram things like that but uh, no it was a whole lot of fun um, Julian turned up flexing on everyone with his Patek and uh, Langer one. Oh, nice Which, yeah nice mm. and uh, I took I took a whole bunch of stuff with me I took uh, a Tudor I took Snoopy I took the Oris um, to my Nomos and uh, I wore my King Nerd G-Shock down there and the one watch that got the most attention out of anything is you know that F91W I've got that's all got paint all over it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that one. <laughs> no kidding. About, about five people were like, where did you get this? I need to get one of these. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So uh, yeah, the, the the world's most expensive F91W was a hit. But um, no, it was it was really good fun. It was really nice to be around people again like that. You know, talking about watches and just not to be honest, probably talked less about watches than I did anything else. The rest of it was just. Catching up, yeah, pretty much. Which you know, yeah, just chatting away to people, meeting new people, which is always nice. And being mm-hmm. and being with real people again in an actual yeah. like pub setting yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fantastic. No, that's great because this is this this is, must be one of the first um, actual like live meetups that Red Bars had um, so far in the like a like year since and a half. The start since the pandemic started. Yeah, I think this might be the first one. Wow. Because I know yeah. they were doing some online stuff, like they used to do the like kind of like Instagram live and stuff. I know Zoom calls and things. Yeah, like that, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, but uh, and then of course everybody got a little um, uh, just sick of constantly being on Zoom because you can only do it so much, especially if it's if you're yeah. doing it through your real job as well. It just feels a bit yeah. much to try and socialize over it at the same time. So it's not, a bit wearing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can only stare at a screen for so long. <laughs> but uh no that's awesome i uh 
Uh, and, I, and I do find if I, and I I love that you say it was the the most expensive F ninety one W out there. Didn't you pay like 50, <laughs> didn't you pay like fifty quid for it? <laughs> yeah, it's fifty quid. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you could buy ten normal F ninety one Ws for that much. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't it? Um, who was it? Was uh, uh, is, it's it is it Nico that uh, uh, that for the uh, uh, Pride and Pinion? Them away. It was get, like he had a thousand of them and was again just handing them out to people. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that video too, walking around Belfast Town Centre, just throwing watches at people. Oh, yeah, that's brilliant. I mean, like, like, and fair play to him. I thought that was a, a, a fabulous marketing scheme. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we just need him to answer my DMs on Instagram to come on the show. And uh, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> oh, he seems like a busy bloke anyway, so. Uh, no excuse. Yeah, fair um, <laughs> but um. What else is going on out there at the moment? There's uh, so we've had a recence. Um... Uh, the other one that that popped up in my feed that that kind of uh, uh, always intrigues my uh, sense of sense of style or lack thereof um, is the. Have you seen these new brew watches, the chronographs? No, I haven't actually. No. I am aware of brew. Um... Yeah. Now brew's kind of one of those ones that gets. I think they. I know. I know it was. It was. It was a coffee themed. Um, that was the, the whole reason. Like he was really into mm. like coffee and watches that sort of thing. Um, and I. I can't remember if they were the ones that started off. Do, uh, there was somebody who used to upscale the. You know those. Uh, the uh, uh, What are the, the 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 coffee pot things that are that come out and then they get pressed and they they basically um, you, you empty them out and you crush them down. And somebody's turning those into watch dials. I can't remember if it was uh, the, if it was Brew it was or somebody Black else. It was, it was, I think it was Black Badger. No, Black Badger. No, did you're thinking of the dial made of coffee the, grounds. Yeah, the okay, coffee grounds. Right. I'm not talking about the grounds. I'm talk, talking about like the little pucks that they right. used to. And somebody was making dials out. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Brew's been around for a while. There's some coffee association with them and stuff. But they've generally just been doing like three handers. Mm. And uh, uh, mm. everybody that's handled them and stuff like that have said, I've never, I don't think i've ever actually seen one in the metal but everybody that talks about them says they're actually very high quality very well made um Mm -hmm. and this new design that's come out it's it's a very retro 70s look is which Mm. kind of now the metric yeah that's right Mm. yeah the brew metric now it's kind of a because it's got it's it's a two register chronograph but the registers are at nine o'clock and six o'clock and then it Mm. does have a 430 date which seems a little like it's very there's a very asymmetrical dial layout on it um mm. uh like it's one of those things where it's like yeah it's just it almost seems just a little bit off but at the mm. same time quirky enough that it's kind of cool um they've done kind of uh on the one it's got a black dial with the uh, white registers but the um the timing seconds hand for the chronograph is got a uh is metered like uh, an old Hoyer Octavia I think it's the Orange Boy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. I was think I was trying to remember what that was, but yeah, that's it. it's from the Octavia. Yeah, and then the white dial one's kind of got a like a, a an Octavia Siffert look to it. Not quite per se. It's more mm-hmm. like it because it doesn't have the uh, contrasting registers, but it does. Um, uh, but the white dial with the blue accents and stuff like that, both really good. It almost looks. I don't think it's would be classified as an inter, in, integrated bracelet, but it does. Um, it does mold well into the case. Um, it's got a mecha quartz movement in it, uh, so which just keeps the cost at a reasonable price. Uh, it's only 36 mil, but it is more of a cushion-shaped case, so it probably wears, I would say it probably wears closer to like a 39, 40 mil 
case just because mm-hmm. just because you've got that cushion shape and you squared off case. I mean, my my Monaco was um, was classified as a uh, a thirty nine mil case, but it would definitely I would say it definitely wore about I don't know probably like a forty three almost just because mm-hmm. being a squared off case it just takes up that much more real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, but these things are only four hundred bucks. And it's not bad, is it? One of them sold out already. The Black Dial sold out already, according yeah, to the Yeah, I think website. so. So, but you know what? For for a little uh, Mecha Quartz chronograph, um, I shit, you can. There's a whole lot worse out there for four hundred bucks. I'll tell you that. So, mm-hmm. no, it's I thought this was. You see, um, it's 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 one of the only watch that we see without uh, a big brand name. Uh, on the dial, the fact that there is not, and there is just the logo, uh, which is uh, kind of in, in the dial, so has the same color than the, the dial itself. It, it, I wouldn't say the dial looks empty, but it's it's strange. I, I, I don't necessarily dislike it, but it's just we we so used to see uh, uh, to see the, the yeah the, the the brand name and 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 model uh, on it. Don't you think? Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Mm. I do like the black dial more than the white dial. I think I think I like you're saying the, same, the white. Yeah. The white makes it look a bit too empty. Just because of the 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 watch itself is silver. I wonder if you threw the mm. the watch on a strap, the white watch on a strap, it might look a little different. I don't know if you can though, because it looks kind of integrated that bracelet. Yeah. Let's look at now. So I don't I don't really know if you could. No, there's there's I mean it it would be a it's. Um, I mean, it'd be hidden like under the lugs. I yeah, it's you're yeah. under, you're so under you the lugs, could. so it'd be, it would be protruding out from under the lugs. I think you could probably customize. Uh, you could you could make a you could make a strap work for that. I would. Oh, imagine. yeah, looking at the underside, I think you could. Like, yeah, from what I, can I think see you're you're. Uh, it will like it won't because um, you see how the the bracelet it'd be actually like on my tag Formula One. Where yeah, it's like a full hooded lug. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So actually, this white actually is quite nice with the loom. I was going to say, I, you know what? I kind of, I, I was going to say, I kind of prefer the, I think I prefer the white. <laughs> yeah, it's growing on me. The more I look at it, the more it's growing on me now, actually. And it's... Well, you said you were uh, sort of looking for, I know it's not a problem, let's say. It is, you were looking for a dress watch. There you go. Yeah, let, let me start the new job first, and then we'll <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. But, um... Uh, no, I, I do like that, and I, th- I I can't remember if he was there or not. I'm pretty sure the guy who ran brew or run ran runs brew um, was at Red Bar Global doing uh, a talk. Oh yeah, on, uh, disrupting watch industries like for micro brands. Mm-hmm. They did it at the StockX headquarters on the, uh, the last day, and I'm sure it was the guy who runs brew. It was uh, Josh Shapiro who runs Shapiro watches. Okay. Um, uh, Sean from Sean Design, Eric Sean, and um, who is the other guy? Oh God! Um, ah, he runs. I he does like super high end American RBW. R- no, RGM. RGM. That's it. The guy who does RGM. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Who's RGM? Like, I get it. I get what he's doing, but I. I don't know. Nothing he does really buzzes me enough. Yeah, I've I've noticed that. There's never been there's never been a design that's that struck me. It's a little bit out, out 
out of left field for my taste. Um, I yeah. like again, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I, I appreciate the amount of effort and and work that goes into his designs and stuff. Um, I remember there being there was a bit of a uh, I don't want to call it a scandal, but I know years back there was um, Ariel Adams uh, put together. I think it was a tour of the RGM factory. Um, right. I'm going via memory here, so I could be way off base. So. Uh, apologies if uh, if I'm remembering this incorrectly, but there was a bit of a fallout between himself and Ariel Adams because apparently the, the the guy that I can't remember the, the who what the RGM actually stands for. I know it's the 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 uh, founder's initials, um, but they he kind kind of a a bit of an eccentric guy and uh, uh, basically didn't follow through on what their what the um, uh, the contest was and. Oh and really? So yeah, there was a bit of a falling out. I remember there was—I can't remember—it was a, a, a going. This is years ago, like back at the beginning of when I got into watches, um, like uh, late, late aughts, early 2010s type thing. So, but um, uh, right in the early stages of all of the blogs and stuff like that, like um, uh, back when like Hodinkee was just a speck on the on on. And everything was done through forums and stuff like that, so the blogs weren't really didn't really have a foothold yet. But yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, but I think yeah. it's, there's history with a blog to watch and not following through on competitions. That happened to you years ago too. It didn't happened it? to me. Yeah, <laughs> I, was about to say, I don't know if you remember, but it happened to me because they had a contest where you had to put a comment underneath this article and yep. you'd win a squale. And I was like, yeah, I never win anything, but I'll try it. And I just put a comment in there. Yeah. And then I got an email saying like, yep we've picked your comment, you're the winner of this Squale watch. Like, send us all your details. I sent them all my details, and then, like, I think it was, like, a week later, I got an email saying, oh, um, Squale don't want to send this to Europe. They want to only send it within America. Uh, or, like, whoever the distributor for this watch was didn't want to send it outside America. So we're going to pick someone else. I was like, okay. Huh. And then they went, oh, but don't, um, we're going to send you something else. Uh, hmm. Anyway, in the meantime, Nothing ever arrived. I never had a thing. And I even emailed the guy like a month later. I was like, um, are you actually going to send me something? And they just ignored me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, so I was like, oh, whatever. Just like, I can't be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> just left it after that. Erin <laughs> Adams, if you're listening, you owe me a bloody watch. <laughs> <laughs> I bought your book. I want to watch. <laughs> uh, oh, that's right. You, you, you've got his uh, World's Most Expensive Watches ta- uh, coffee table yeah. book, don't you? Yeah, that's I do, yeah. Crazy nice book. It is. I tell you what, though, it's it's all white. The book, like the out cover, it's not all white, but it's mostly white. And whoever, whatever printer they used, there is not good quality printing because it's all gone yellow. Oh, really? Yeah, no, I so don't not... smoke or anything, so so it's not like archival like... paper that they use for the the outer cover. Then no, the pages are fine. It's just yes, yeah, the slip cover has gone uh, yellow. I think I know why. It's because it's a book you exclusively look at when you're in the toilet, and it's sitting inside <laughs> of your. <laughs> oh, is that is that why I get a dead leg? Because the book's like, have you, you seen the size of that book? Like, yeah, it's not exactly something you can take to the toilet and read. No, it weighs <laughs> like six how long pounds. You spend there. <laughs> <laughs> now, actually, on the toilet, I've been reading Jason Heaton's Depth Charge. Actually, so. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I, I only, I only just started it a couple of nights ago. I'm only about uh, three or four chapters into it, but I've been, I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, I am. So to be fair, I got halfway through it, and then uh, a uni assignment got a bit like close, so I had, to, I had to 
and a, and a wedding got in the way as well. Oh. So um, I, <laughs> I had to stop, but um, I do need to get back to reading it because I am halfway through. So. Yeah. Don't worry, it won't be any spoiler alerts for anyone listening, but um, I think I think it's worth a read so far. It's pretty good. Yeah, I, I've been. I must admit, I've been enjoying it. But like I said, I've only, I'm only a couple of chapters into it, so um, yeah. all the reviews and everything that have come back have been pretty positive and stuff. So, mm. um, but uh, no, it's it's got a it's got a very uh, you, you can tell you can tell you can the inspiration. See where he got inspiration from. Yeah, really yeah. No, it's 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 got a very uh, Ian Fleming feel to it. I find oh. which is awesome. I because I mean I I. I I love a I love a good James Bond novel. So, for people who haven't, uh, who does know, uh, who don't know, sorry, uh, what is it about? Including me, uh, what's the story about? You'll have or to what? buy a copy and find out, won't you, you tight bastard? Yeah, <sighs> go on Amazon <laughs> and, and, and and read the the the, the synopsis. So, yeah, you can read the synopsis. Uh, I- I mean, do you want me to read the blurb to you right now? I've got a copy here. If it's not too long, yeah, please. I would like. Are you serious? You actually want to do this on the podcast? Right? <laughs> no, fine. I mean, we, we've got time to kill. <laughs> no, it's a, I'm not reading that. Um, no, no, well, you say, say, say shortly. It's about um, uh, uh, like a, uh, a a murder, and it's based around scuba diving. Well, not a murder, but like. Okay, it's. I got it. Espionage around, like yeah. It it it, like, it, it, it takes place in two separate timelines thus far, mm. from what I've read. So you've got the original sinking of the ship that was uh, that was downed in World War Two, and it it was just off the coast of Sri Lanka, and oh, there's right. another group of divers that are kind of like um there, there's a, a, almost like a, not a search and rescue but like a salvage um company that's go, that's going to dive down and 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 search this wreckage because there's something specific that's actually in this wreckage that needed to be recovered um because it was war times or whatever and stuff like that and it was never found and then people have been searching for it for years and stuff and there's this almost bond-esque villain crew that that is kind of going after it so it's kind of structured around that um so like i said it's very it's very james bondy ian fleming style um it's uh the prose are fantastic it's really well written it's kind of one of those ones where it's got a the, the book itself has got a really nice cadence and flow to it um yeah. it's, it's so just I, a, say, I didn't want it to sound like i didn't want it to sound like an insult when i say it's an easy read but i meant that's what i meant yeah it's like there's no point when you read it and it's clunky and you're like oh hold on a minute I need no, to no, 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 not to at all. What you're saying. You know what it is? It's basically a novelization of how Jason Heaton writes his articles. That's why he's always been one of my favorite um like mm-hmm. watch adventure gear writers. He's he's mm-hmm. he does such a good job and he has for years like all the way back to like I started reading his stuff back when he was doing stuff for like Gear Patrol like got to be going back like 15 years now. Um, and then when he jumped over and he was, he was, um, uh, freelance for like, he did, he did st- I think he's done stuff for like all of the major blogs and stuff like that. He used to write for, um, I even think he was, he could have been like one of the watch snobs at one point for ask men, which was used to be a really great article that came out weekly, um, and stuff. So I think like he's, his, um, he's got, he's just got a great, great rhythm pace i like the i love i love his his writing i just and this and this novel just kind of lands right in that sweet spot for me so mm. no it's good and you can tell it was written by a diving watch nerd yes very much mm. so 
I guess that's the other reason why I like it because it is very like he goes into some great depth into like the timepiece the guy's wearing and the and yeah. the like history of the timepiece and how, who gave it to the character and stuff like that. He's the backstory of the watch itself is almost becomes like a character. So it's it's it is very good. What I like about it is you could read it and not if there was no cover on this book and you read it and then someone said to any of us like who do you think wrote this? You'd know. Yeah, because I- it's all Land Rovers diving watches <laughs> it basically reads like a novelization of jason heaton's instagram yeah mm. <laughs> basically, like, <laughs> it's in sri lanka obviously where his wife's from and things like that as well so yeah yeah, um, yeah. so and and uh and yeah the description of the locations and stuff like that are are, are such that I mean, it's like it, there is been there yeah, there's, there is stuff there because like, he's done so many diving tours over there and stuff like that. So the, his knowledge of, of the area and stuff. So there is parts of it where you're reading. And it's like, this is very familiar to me because you've already read something yeah. that was actually true to life. So when but, people uh, say like, write about what you know, he's taken that and then like literally run with it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is which I mean, you know what? Fair play. It's it's like, like I said, I'm really enjoying the book so far. So I'll, I'll, th- I'll throw up the, uh, uh, a link to, and, and maybe Thomas, you can click on it and buy a copy and read it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have my holiday coming soon. So yeah, it could be actually, you know what? It would be a good one to just pick up and read on your holiday. It, yeah. Actually, that's a really good, it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Book club. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> we can all read it together, and then every night we'll see him again and talk about the chapter. Oh, you know, you know, none of us have time for that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, wow, that was a tangent. What were we talking about before that? Brew watches. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I like it. Four hundred dollars. I would consider it if I didn't have to pay import tax because I can't be bothered with that at the moment. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess oh, I guess I could order this because I don't have to pay the import tax, just the just the state tax, which is also ridiculous. You do have, but you do have to tell your wife, <laughs> and you're like, I could just order this; it's fine. Yeah. So the the import tax isn't your biggest obstacle there. No, 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 no. <laughs> and I've and I've I've, 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 I've told myself because the other thing that's popped up and, I, and something that I don't know if I think I've spent too much time on Instagram recently, um, because. The the one that keeps popping up, and I've and because I've bought G Shocks before, um, I yeah. keep getting email notifications. And the one that keeps popping up is the um, uh, the 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 named uh, the, the Cassioke that um, I mean coined by uh, one of the guys that one of the listeners from Scottish Watches. I can't remember which listener it was. I don't. Wanna, I can't remember either. I don't want to credit the wrong person, but I know I had initially heard it from Scottish Watches, and they said it was one of their listeners that actually coined the term initially. I think he's a Red Bar member as well. Um, mm. Apologies for not remembering who who it was that actually coined the Cassioke term. Anyway, long story short, these keep popping up in my feed, and they keep because G Shock is d- discovered that oh people like these, we can sell millions of them. So they keep restocking these things, and the and they've got a couple of different color variations that I actually don't mind. They actually look like pretty, and I I don't know if it's because I just see them keep popping up on Instagram that it's that you see it so many times. It's like oh maybe I do like this thing, which has me a little <laughs> concerned. Um, but the one that exposure therapy, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the two colors that have come up that I do like. There's a there's a like a navy blue color that has like a gray bezel on it. Um, it's got a, and the, and the hands I think are a contrasting gray as well. So it's actually quite legible. 
unlike the the original one which is like the black on black which i do not like i think that just it's it's again it's another one of those all black watches that just like you can't read unless it's dark and you can see it via the loom uh, and the other one is kind of a, it's a light gray, but it's got a really nice set of contrasting hands on it as well, because I think the hands are white. So um, again, I, I'm a big fan of watches that are legible. Um, so these have been popping up in my feed um, recently, and I keep clicking on them and it's like, oh, you know, they're on that. It's only 110 bucks. And then again, I come back to that whole thing. It's like, do I really need to spend $110 on a watch that I'm just probably never going to wear? So so it's like nah. <laughs> it's, I, but every time I keep get every time they restock, I do get another email from G-Shock because I've probably clicked on the link a couple of times. They realize <laughs> that I'm thinking about it, so they keep sending me emails every time they restock, and I keep clicking on them. So it's just this repetitive thing. So <laughs> uh. I'll tell you what, I keep coming up on my Instagram lately, and it's not watch related, but I, it's fucking annoying. And I don't know if anyone else has seen this. There's this new thing from Evian, right? And it's like a, a base that you put this big bubble of water into the top of. Oh, right. It's yeah. like a dispenser. And they're oh. going, yeah, use this new Evian, whatever the hell it's called, system. And you save like 60% plastic than you would for drinking five liters of water. I'm like, yeah. Or I could go to the tap. Oh, mm-hmm. and, not have to bu- and not have to buy your plastic machine to put the plastic bottle in so I could save... 100% of my plastic and just use the tap and I'm thinking who in their marketing team hasn't thought that people are going to think this I I don't know I, I do find that amusing <laughs> I mean we've I, I, we've got a Brita filter that we've had for the last 10 years that still like we we replace the filter in it every 3 months or whatever it is you're supposed to do and we it, it, I mean yeah it so we don't and I I can't remember the last time I bought a, an actual bottle of water i've never understood the premise um yeah the and the the water the water quality where we are is um fantastic so honestly like yeah what's wrong with the tap <laughs> I just think it's like you're saving plastic i'm like yeah i know because i have a glass in the cupboard and two hands <laughs> exactly so i can hold the, <laughs> hold it under the tap and turn the tap on but yeah the, sorry that just reminded me of this has been bugging me all week since it keeps popping up and I just keep thinking, like, I just keep shouting at my phone about it. And, yeah, that's more of my own problem than anyone else's. I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, carry on. I don't want to keep taking this down. No, no, that's all right. It doesn't need to go down. Uh, I, uh, anybody else got anything specific that's, that's popped up? I, I'm, I'm kind of at a loss now. Those are the two, those are the two big things that I, I noticed that have popped up on my feed that interested me. Um, so there's something that I noticed, but it's not coming from any particular news. It's just me realizing something. So you, you may know or not know, cause we actually don't listen so much, I mean, too much music together, except if it's, uh, Pink Floyd. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, classic uh, U- U.S. rap, and mm-hmm. uh, I've I've noticed recently that um, you know the the, the 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 fact that we we the three of us are annoyed that everyone is searching for the perfect uh, uh, Royal, uh, Royal Oak or or the the the, the Hublot or the uh, uh, the the I mean. Sorry. Oh, fuck. Apparently, it's not my day. <laughs> uh, no. 
<laughs> you know, I you don't know, want to derail your train of thought, but yeah, yeah, you're going no, somewhere yeah. with this. <laughs> exactly. Um, We've only got like five minutes left, so just keep running. Just keep that's rolling. Fine, that's fine. I'll, uh, it won't take me more than 20. <laughs> um, no, what I wanted to say is like everyone is, is, is currently, well, everyone, a lot of people are... Uh, uh, paying extra, I mean, just a crazy amount of money for a royal oak, and having a royal oak on your wrist is is some sort of uh, off statement, right? Uh, I mean, these days for a lot of people, and I just find it interesting that listening to classic uh, rap music, they were they were not mentioning royal oak, uh, they were mentioning uh, well, they were not mentioning uh, Piguet, but they were mentioning Rolexes. Like Rolex back in the days was was a statement for those those uh, rappers, and now you listen to recent music, and if you pay attention to the lyrics, then Rolex is not mentioned anymore. anymore. But sometimes Patek Philippe or or uh, Audemars Piguet. Yeah, no, there's been a there there has been a huge shift in in like the flex culture of yeah. of watches, oh. right? Like, and and yeah, it used to be like the 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 watch of choice back in if if you're going back to like like west coast rap and and even east coast rap over here back when i was growing up the 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 watch of mention and choice was always a a solid gold rolex day date yeah, exactly that was yeah. that was the watch the 36 mil solid gold rolex day date generally it was it was and it would have been iced out but iced out by rolex not um it, the, the whole the whole premise and of course it, there was this one upmanship right um, with all of these things, so it started off with just your standard gold, like uh, day date, and then yeah, you, somebody had an iced out dial, and then somebody went and had an aftermarket iced out bracelet and everything done to it, and what and it just it just kind of constantly one upping one this one upmanship of being who can bling out their watch more, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, and then yeah, I don't know, and then for whatever reason, I think once um, I, I I mean. When you, I would have, like, I think, I think you'd have to go to somebody like Jay Z, who actually um, expanded the horizon of that community outside of just Rolex, and yeah, that's that's when you really started, because and because and Jay Z's got a phenomenal watch collection. Like, oh, yeah. um, I mean, it's a little Richard Mill heavy, but when you're in that yeah. realm of of, <laughs> sure. of wealth, I mean, you can be a little Richard Mill heavy. Um, yeah. Actually, um, uh, Nico did a. I did think because he, he does those day, yeah. those watch collections and stuff, and I think he's recently done Jay Z's um, collection, which is just ridiculous. And I think the the one that he did that he was making fun of at the beginning was the um, that completely iced out Hublot that he's got that I think Beyonce gave him, which is in oh, that yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's in Ariel it's Adams' the book. It's the most expensive watch in the Ariel Adams book at five million dollars. Yeah, because it was five million dollars, <laughs> and there's this a complete iced out Big Bang. Um, and he was laughing at the uh, the uh, Sean Carter. Well, oh, the actual design, yeah. Which which I think yeah. we all laughed at when it came out as well. It's like, yeah, oh, it's what? which is which is amazing because if you look at Jay Z's collection, like he's got some, he's got some impressive stuff. Oh, and, yeah. and classic design, like his his um, because uh, he's got one of those nineteen thirty one JLC reversos, but it's yeah. solid. It's a solid gold one, and it's just mm-hmm. got such like he's. He's got exquisite taste in timepieces, and 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 I will even give him a pass for all of the Richard Mille because all of his Richard Mille are one-offs. Is the other thing, yeah? Like it, like he's got the all blue sapphire one. Yeah, like he doesn't. He's got the again in green. Exactly. He's got. I mean, he he 
I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna do Richard Meal, you do one that is a piece unique, and he and he's got like six of them. <laughs> it's just yeah. insane. Yeah. Um, there's a speaking of like musicians and watches and stuff. There's a really uh, fun article on Watchinista that came out yesterday. Yeah, I read it this morning. Um, called I Love the Nineties: The Decade's Most Legendary Music Makers and Their Watches, mm-hmm. and it runs down like uh, Depeche Mode, uh, Nas, Tupac, Anthrax the Spice Girls, like what watches they wore, like that, Kurt Cobain. That's awesome. It's quite funny to watch, uh, to, to read. So. I'll, I'll, I'll fire that up in the link. I think I did, I think I came across that because it wasn't it, um, uh, it wasn't it Baby Spice who was wearing like a pink G-Shock and stuff like that? The, ba- the Baby G, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then that, there's like a blast from the past because I remember when Baby G's got really popular and yep. I was like, oh God, yeah, I remember that period of time. But, uh... <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah. but, uh, no, you're but yeah, no. Going back to what you were saying, Thomas, you're right. There has been this this shift away from what was originally like the it watch and stuff, yeah. and now and now everybody wants a bloody Nautilus. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, let them let them have them. Yeah, because I certainly don't want one. Nope, <laughs> not, not even sort anyway, of. But, <laughs> but um, oh, I think we're out of time. To be honest, mm-hmm. so. Huh. I guess we oh, can call we it. Might then. be, we might not be, but I don't know if you've got much else to say. I no, I was. Uh, <laughs> this, this this episode's gone so all over the place. I don't think there's any way to pull it back to one salient point. Yeah, so we'll just. This was this I'm was gonna, a podcast about a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> and and okay, good because I was going to struggle to come up with the title. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, all right, thanks yeah. for listening, everyone. Catch you soon. Bye-bye.